I trust the process because I needed to reclaim my identity, my purpose and myself. I wanted to be me, not the mom of someone, the wife of someone, the daughter of someone. I needed to understand who I was. Hello, beautiful people. You are listening. I am Mantuana, and this is your host, Patricia Manley. I am a first-generation immigrant, a mom, a woman in tech, an international speaker, a healthy living evangelist, but above all, I am finally myself. This is your podcast, a space where you can listen to stories and lessons learned that can inspire you to grow and become a better version of yourself. Real life stories that will show you that you can also be the person you want to be. Practical tips and wisdoms with no filters coming from the heart, always with humor and that Latina drama twist that everybody loves. Be ready for a lot of fun, but also a lot of empowerment, because if I can do it, you can do it too. Let's get started. Hey, beautiful people, how was your week so far? Mine was quite quiet at work, which is something unusual for me. So I took it as it was and enjoyed every minute. And But I enjoyed so much the last six weeks with this series that seriously helped me to see life in a different way, from relentlessness, positivity, courage, vision, passion, But above all, I gain the admiration for all these women that really have an extraordinary life. I say at the beginning of this adventure called podcast that I wanted to highlight extraordinary life from ordinary people. There are so many incredible podcasts out there interviewing uh, people with CVs as long as a trip to London from home. But I really wanted you to feel related. Don't get me wrong. I will have those people in my in my podcast. I will love to have those people in my in my podcast at some point. But I just wanted to show you that you can also have an amazing life without all the accolades and titles and instead being what you want to be. But you know, the transformation that you need to have, it won't happen just by listening to these stories or collecting accolades and professional titles. It goes beyond that. And that precisely was the part that few years ago I learned by realizing that to flourish, you need to connect your mind, your body, your skin, and your health all together in sync. Let me take you back to the last quarter of 2013. I was with a toddler and a baby that just born a few months ago. Learning how to survive the day with two kids and a house to run while on maternity leave And also I was learning how to avoid looking at myself in the mirror again. I didn't like my body at all. It was totally different one than the one that I used to, with bits hanging around, a waist wider than ever before, chunky legs that didn't allow me to get back into my old trousers. And to be honest, and a total obsession obsession (laughs) about hiding everything from people so they will never notice how different I was. But I was. I was different. I didn't feel the same. I was just having this sort of front end, like 
yeah, showing that everything was fine. Yes, you know, I just have a baby, but I'm okay. And this was the second baby, obviously. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't feeling in my head happy with myself at all. And I think with my first pregnancy, I feel kind of the same way, but I just like carry on. And I didn't pay attention. But with the second one, it really hit me. It really bothered me quite a lot. I was, and to be honest, it wasn't about being fat because I was in the way before I was becoming pregnant. So it wasn't about that specific number that a scale can give you. It was about how my body was looking, how low energy I was having, how much I was hating the reflection in the mirror. Something that probably no one noticed just because I was hiding him very well. And I think that was the point where I lost a little bit about my identity. Don't ask me why that didn't happen when I was pregnant the first time or after my pregnancy the first time. But what's the second one that really made me questioning a lot of things? I was also thinking to start working again and the prospect of going to the same job, doing the same thing, made me wonder what uh, what I wanted from life. I was comparing myself with other people of my same age with professional careers a lot more advanced than mine. But that comparison was so wrong. And now I realize that because I was coming from another country in my late 20s and I needed to start my career from scratch. And I was comparing myself with people that is from here, that I was studying here and they start the profession really early in this country than me. So what I was comparing with them and it really hit me hard because I was wondering why I'm not at the same level that these people when they are, you know, my age or even a little bit younger. Uh, younger, yeah. It, it was totally funny that comparison. I was comparing myself with others in the property ladder. Something that I discovered that was very important in the UK. You know, here we need to have a house. Everybody dreams is to having your own house or several house. It's kind of like the general thing. And I was comparing myself with other people in that sense as well. And even though by that time I was already uh, the owner of a house, well, not the owner, but like with a big mortgage, <laughs> I was comparing myself because other people at my age or even younger, they were in a different level, let's put it in that way. They weren't in the first house, they weren't in the second and the third one with the big garden and all that kind of thing. And I was comparing myself with them as well. The reality was, again, I just arrived in my late 20s here. And two years after I arrived here, I bought a house, but I didn't see it in this way at all, at all. And I was comparing myself, and that is the worst one, as a mom with others. I was comparing how I was, my parenting style, how I was dealing with things with others. But what I didn't know was what was behind the scenes in all those houses. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just looking at uh, those moms that we were going and sit down in a coffee and they were telling these stories and, you know, all the trips they were going to have or, you know, how well the kids were going, you know, going to bed and how much they were eating. And, you know, all of them were was breastfeeding. And I was like, 
oh, comparing myself and wondering if I was doing the right thing. I mean, I was in a mental mess, but showing the best face to the world. And definitely the people that know me from that time probably will be surprised of listening to this right now. I was like, really? But you look fantastic. You were doing really well. You were this and that. Like, well, that wasn't happening inside of me. But you know what? One day I thought something needed to change. I couldn't spend the rest of my life feeling this way. It was like, what's going on? I can't bear another day feeling in this way. I'm not happy at all. But that time I was already partnering with Arvin, a company that have transformed my life totally. But that is, I will tell you about that in another episode. So I was having some awareness of all of these but feeling that I didn't know where to start. So definitely by starting this company, listening to trainings and things like that, that kind of awareness, that kind of, yeah, awareness, awakening of um, looking inside of me and asking and, yeah, asking myself what was going on was quite important. And this is how one day, looking at myself in the mirror, naked, I decided that the first thing that I could change was my body. So let's start with the external thing, because it was the only thing that I was in total control. And it was up to me if these changes were going to happen or not. That's quite important. So I wanted something permanent because I was fed up of Jojo diets, magic pills, 15 days quick fixes, because I did them all, absolutely all, in another episode as well, and nothing never, ever changed the way that I was feeling about myself and my body. So yes, I was losing the weight. I was getting the number in the scale that I was looking for, but I was always looking at the mirror and then always criticizing myself and feeling that it wasn't enough. Anyone related to that? So (laughs) I decided to go for a different route, to try something different. So I decided to start eating healthy with the help of a plan that the company that um, I partnered with, with Arbon, developed. And everybody was raving about them. And I was thinking, seriously, like I've been there, done that, have done that before. But, um, you know, never, never works before. But I thought, well, let's start because I never did it for a longer period of time. And I never did it in the way that they were recommended. And that was the beginning of a path that I never know I was going to take. The thing here was that to obtain that truly transformation, never stop, never stop. And it takes more than losing some way the changes to happen from within, with your mind, your body, your skin, and your health. And this took me by surprise. But I surrender by the process. I trust the process because I needed to reclaim my identity, my purpose, and myself. I wanted to be me, not the mom of someone, the wife of someone, the daughter of someone. I needed to understand who I was. Because if I wanted to live this life to the fullest, I needed to understand all those aspects. And I I never took it in this way. I always thought that by fixing the outside, I was going to fix the whole thing. But what I discovered later on was that I needed to implement a lot of other things 
to really, truly make that transformation happen. And it was all together. It was the inside and it was the outside at the same time. So what did I change? Nothing really drastic, but compounded over time, and that is the key, compounded over time has been making a massive difference. People now look at me and they believe that the energy, the enthusiasm, the control over how my body looks and my relationship with food came just out of the blue. Like, you know, suddenly that happened. And that is so far away from my reality. I worked and still worked on all those items constantly. It is a process that never ends. And something that I am passionate to learn every single day and share with whoever wake up one day and make the decision to make it happen for them. So, yes, I am obviously more advanced in that process because now I take my body in a different way. I feel my relationship with food is completely different. Um, My relationship with life is completely different. Let's put it in that way. But it's a constant uh, work that you need to do. I was going to say battle, but that sounds so negative. And actually, it's not a battle. It's just what it is. You need to work constantly in yourself. And don't get me wrong. I have days when I feel really bad about myself, especially few days before my periods come in. I feel like a whale. And probably you're going to laugh like my husband does every time that I say, I feel like a whale, because I do. The funny thing is, now I have that awareness when I look at myself in the mirror and I look at a whale (laughs) and all big and I feel all puffy and I feel like my waist is lost. Seriously, I'm not joking. I feel in that way. But at the same time, I know that I am looking at the same body that I was looking a week before and I was feeling the sexiest, more beautiful, you know, like the best body that I could ever have in my whole life. And it's funny when you get that awareness and you say, that is going to be okay. Yes, I'm feeling like a whale. Let's establish that. Maybe for a couple of days, I'm not going to see myself in the mirror when I'm taking my clothes and putting in the next one, but it might be pajamas. But that is okay because that's going to pass. I am okay. Um, and I use things that might help me, like eat uh, more healthier food or done, you know, go for a little sweet or something like that to feel better with myself. But I know how I now have that awareness of identify when I feel like a whale. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but being okay for that. And then the funny thing is with all, you know, with, with my period arrive and all that kind of thing, for me, it's like, oh, and literally I look into the mirror again and I was like, actually, I look amazing. I look how I want to look. And it's hilarious doing that comparison of how the day before I was feeling like that, and now I'm feeling this way. So, you know, it, it's hilarious. So how did, did I get to that point? As I say, it's a, it's a process, okay? And I, start with the, I started with the external side. But now, to make this sustainable, 
over time, because as I say before, it's a work that you need to do constantly. It's a nice work to do constantly because you discover new things about yourself. You discover new things about life. You discover a new food. Um, you discover a new techniques or strategies or tools to help you. So it's all good. But however, there are five things that I will say overall help to this process. Number one, mental preparation. You need to be conscious of how open you are to change. One of the reasons why people fail, in my opinion, to follow through is because they do not properly prepare themselves for the change. Your outlook on the situation is very important. You're not punishing your body for the food it has consumed. You're introducing it to a better, healthier way of living. That was totally me. So when I was starting a new quick fix diet kind of thing, I was like, oh my God, I have to eat just, you know, boiled chicken and lettuce and pineapple, boiled chicken. And I was always thinking when I finish this, I'm going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. This is just a temporary thing. And actually I wasn't, yeah, I was making it really, really bad by just eating boiled chicken, lettuce and pineapple, right? But rather than that, it's just have that mental preparation and be prepared to yeah, make the decision that you're making that change for the good and then enjoy the things that you're doing and look at the situation as not punishing. It's doing, looking at the situation like I'm changing for the good. So let me see how is this, right? Number two, make small changes. And you know that I'm super fan of this. One of the main reasons why fat diets fail is because they ask you to make a big change in a matter of days. And also it's your expectations, right? Because your friend told you that in 15 days that was she was able to lose, I don't know how many pounds, kilos, and you won exactly the same thing. Yeah. What can I say? You are willing to make those changes, even though it's, um, you know, it's a dehydrated food and then you eat 600 calories every single day. But you, you make it happen, but you can't sustain that. So also, although drastic changes can potentially generate better results, the risk of failure is higher as changes are rarely sustainable. My point. My point. Yes, you're going to get that result that you wanted, but for how long you can sustain it, for how long you can eat in that way, it's not possible. So by doing small changes consistently, and you know that my one of my favorite words in the whole wide world is that, consistently, you will see those changes and those changes will stay with you. Same thing with exercise, the same thing with reading, the same thing with actually everything, everything. Number three, educate yourself. So forget about fictional books for a bit and start reading more books about personal development, mindset, leadership, inspirational stories, money, food, brain, things that will make you question your belief, that make you think beyond what you know and will span your mind, allowing you to manage situations a lot better. Make you feel better with yourself and also understand others better. I cannot tell you how much 
books have been helping me in so many aspects from the creation of awareness on situations that I wasn't able to see before, but they were very much inside of me, to empathy for all the situations. Seeing life from different lenses has allowed me to live a happy life, happier, for sure. And I was that Woodward for fictional books. And I think I say that in previous episodes, that I was I, I was thinking that self-development books were for losers, <laughs> for people that they didn't know what they wanted in life. And I totally changed that now to actually, you need it. You need to expand your mind. You need to see things in a different way to allow you to create that awareness that you need to identify those situations that are affecting you and have that empathy with people, have that understanding of how life is and manage those internal situations a lot better. And talking about that external situations, also number four will be for me, manage the influence of external factors. And you know which one is a big one, stress being the main example. Um, Stress in my life has been affecting me a lot in different aspects. Funny thing is, the majority of the cases, I I haven't realised I was stressed at all. But stress affects your health, affects your mind, affects your relationship with people, and, and affects many, many things in your life. And by finding alternative ways of dealing with the stress and all the emotions, it can help you to see the link between your, emotion, your emotions, food, and the way you feel about yourself. So think about meditation, yoga, gratitude, affirmations, visualizations. It's all part of it. But I, again, I didn't believe in any of these, like in any of these aspects about, apart from doing exercises. And it has been a process of starting to discovering every single aspect of this to allow me to realize much better how to manage the external aspects that might be influencing me, how I feel about myself and how I handle situations. So definitely um, discovery from that part is absolutely required. Um, Even if you are the most skeptical person like I was, discovering this part, discovering that also spirituality that you have inside is such an important thing because it allows you to also feel good with yourself, you know what I mean? Make you feel good with the body that you are, that you are in, if that makes sense, probably doesn't make sense, but it's such an important aspect that the majority of us discard like you know like don't believe that the I'm not going to do that I can't do it uh, I don't have the mind my mind is too busy sometimes or all the time but why allowing you life to have a little bit of days it makes a massive difference and number five is surrounding yourself with the right people people that will make you grow people that are successful in their own way they leave you up instead of putting you down in the same place that they are. Do you have those people in your life? You know, like probably someone in your family, probably probably one of your friend, best friends or something like that. They always want to keep you at the same level that they are. Because why you want to grow? Why you want to do this? Why you want to apply for that job if you are fine the way that you are? 
I have a lot of people in my life like that and I didn't realize. And, and the reason is not because they are a bad person or anything like that. It's because they don't want to get out of that comfort zone. They don't want anybody around there to go above, to go to explore the world, to see something different because they think that that is the best way. So they never will do it from my point of view, from a place of hate or, you know, want you to fail. But by not allowing you to grow as a person, then they, yeah, they put you in a place of no development, no growing, not allowing you to grow. And with this, I'm not telling you to ditch your family or your best friend from uni, but if they are the ones that don't allow you to grow, leave them where they are, love them for what they represent, but move on with the people that show you up, truly. And I could stay here talking to you for hours and hours, but there are so many things I want to share with you that one single episode won't do justice to what I would love to give you so you can start your own Be Well journey. So this journey is so individual that I can't give you a magic recipe for it. But instead, in the next coming weeks, I will be chatting with incredible people that will share with you their experiences, lessons learned and wisdom for you to take this path with me. Be ready for the most enlightening experience. And my hope is that in every single episode you take, one little step towards your be well journey and you truly start your transformation. So take the decision, surrender to this process with me, start listening the next episode, obviously, and never, ever give off on you. That is all for me now. I am so excited for the coming episodes and See you next week. Bye. Well, thank you so much for staying with me until the end. And if you like this episode, give me a like and leave a review so I can reach as many people as possible and share the love. Also, you can subscribe and listen to this episode in Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. If you want the notes of this episode, go to www.la-mantuana.com slash blog. Or if you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Lamantuana UK or join my community, I am Mantuana on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. It was a pleasure talking to you today. But remember, everybody has a Mantuana inside. Stay with me and discover yours. See you next week. Bye.